with us today, we have Dr. Benjamin and his wonderful wife, Joyce. Welcome to Always Real Talk. Thank you. We're glad you're here. Thank you for having us. Oh, we're good. Great. Now, I wanted to, you know, start off talking about this wonderful organization that you have, have created, and that is the AutismFYI.org. And we've been looking at the website. You're doing some phenomenal things. How, uh, Dr. Benjamin, how did you get started? It was an aha moment. Uh, my sister-in-law, Joyce's sister, lives in Richmond. And this was about seven years ago now. She sent us an article for Richmond newspaper, and it detailed the story of Reginald Latson. This was an 18-year-old uh, young man, African-American, uh, who was autistic was in front of a uh, library one morning, and the, uh, we don't know who, but someone called and notified authorities that there was a young man in a hoodie, and they thought he had a firearm. So in any event, uh, the school resource officer in the uh, adjacent school came over, and I don't know what ensued and how, but he didn't know the young man was autistic, and he put his hands on the young man uh, as he started to walk away. And um, again, what transpired was some type of a fight, but the school resource officer was uh, injured, badly injured. I, I think he fractured a leg. And the uh, young boy was arrested and put in jail. And all this was detailed in this uh, newspaper article. And Joyce and I, we have two adult sons Okay. that are uh, big guys. My son uh, is 6'3 and uh, six foot. Okay, so, so you have, you, you both have, you have two autistic sons. 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 And how, how old are they? Uh, they are now 29 and 30. Yes. <laughs> 29 and 30, and, yes. when, and, and so you, you was looking at the article, you, you kind of was reading what was kind of going on. Was, you, was, your, was your sons born at that time when the article oh, came yes, out? Oh, yes, absolutely. They're, okay. they're 30. Um, this was... Actually, in, seven years ago. Yeah, so this was probably... Uh, that occurred in 2013, maybe. Okay, so they were like 21 years. Yeah, 20 they years were... And they point. had gotten they were out of high school, okay. and now they were going to the mall. They were going to the movie theaters by themselves. Okay. So... That really alarmed us, their interaction without us as they traverse their community. And if they had an interaction with the police, um, the first thing a police officer was going to ask is, how can I take these guys down if they weren't acting appropriately? Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah. he the, suggested that we find a way to make it easier for officers to recognize that they're on the spectrum and they need special consideration. Right. And so uh, that's when the premise, uh, Joyce and I, we talked about this, and it's not that this, let me just predate this, we've always been concerned about our sons, and we had them wearing, didn't we have the dog tags back then? Right, uh, yeah. Even before all this came down. Before, so. they, before all they came mm -hmm. down. So let me just stop and ask the mm -hmm. question. You, you, you had your, your, your first, your first, both right. of your boys, right? Right. Okay. So you had your first son, mm -hmm. and you realized that, you know, there was autism. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, I just want to get your thoughts. And when you had your second son, know. you, you know, what was that thought process going on? We're going to capture it when we come back. Okay. We'll be right back right after these messages. 
My name is Darren Stewart. I go to Thurgood Marshall Academy. My name is Kayla Williams, and I'm a freshman at Temple University. The program has helped me by opening my mind to travel more. The Challenge Challenge Now in GSF has helped me um, just open my eyes to different cultures, have me, gave me the opportunity uh, to learn and speak a different language, and then experience that, and then use that language in um, another country. And just realizing that there are people out there who are not as fortunate as I am. And so it makes me want to help them. Just knowing that you have to always um, be open to new things and never judge anybody. Welcome back. We're here with the Benjamins. Still talking about, you like that? Yeah. We're still with the Benjamins. And we're talking about autism. And we're talking about autism. FYI.org, which is a phenomenal organization that you both created and started that's making a big difference in the Maryland and D.C. area. Um, I want to come back to you have two sons, and you mentioned uh, before that you had your, your first son. Right. Did you know right away that it was autism was, was, was there? Because there are a lot of our viewers, and, and, they, and they don't know, and they Right. They're looking for answers and looking for folks, and that's that's why we're here to really talk. Right. Joy should talk about that because she's the nurse and the mother. And oh yeah. Uh, by the by the by the way, we have a, a RA right uh, here. Good. Uh, greater greater uh, R. Greater uh, R. Registered nurse. Registered mm -hmm. registered Greater Southeast. That's where I was well, when we met. Was. <laughs> so people out there who know about Greater Southeast, uh -huh. right? Howard graduate, mm -hmm. Howard University, Bison's go Bison's, and then of course we got another Howard grad, yes. a doctor, a plastic, plastic, plastic surgeon. surgeon, yes, plastic surgeon. We, and we're talking about autism, but we we have some of the best and brightest uh, sitting right here. But let's go back to your first son when, when you first. Um, Brad uh, experienced seizures when he was about ten months old. And um, by that time, I was already pregnant with number two. So through the examinations and through uh, testing, we were all we knew by the time number two was born is that we had a son with seizures. Mm -hmm. And the diagnosis of autism didn't really come until after he was two. So we actually began to see the signs after he was 18 months. That's, that was for the, the for first For my son. oldest son, so, right. Okay. Okay. And uh, the other part of that, though, is that his milestones were all appropriate. We did not know. The seizures are not what initiated the autism. The seizures was just a, comorbid, a comorbidity uh, that he had that was coincidental to the autism. That's, it's, it's, in other words, parents don't think that seizures will predate autism. That's not necessarily the case at all. That was coincidental with our son. Okay. But they okay. often do coexist. So then your second son is born. Yes, and uh, the same thing. And they, the two of them began speaking their own little language to each other. <laughs> we couldn't understand what they were saying, but they both got it with each other. So they grew up as best friends, and the times were very trying. Um, I had them in special school for until they were about six and four, which time we brought them home and I homeschooled for the next six years. Mm -hmm. And then um, we put them back in the county school to go into a private school, which they were at the Harbor School then until they graduated. Until they graduated. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, I take it this is the passion going back to the article, because as they became older, 
Yes. We started As they to, are to be afraid know, for their safety. And at what point was that? Was it a certain, was it some point? That, that, that aha moment was that article. That, article. that really so, was. So the article was the one. Uh, it, they were it, about 21 at that time? About that, 21 yeah. and 22. Right. right, so before then, when they were in their teenage years, and did you ever, you know... We were sense? never leaving them, basically. They were with us 24-7. We, we, never, we never went, let them go into the stores by themselves. They weren't that self you know, Discipline, so to speak. Yeah. Okay, okay. So then you read the story, you read the article. Mm -hmm. The article talked about what happened to this, this young man or mm -hmm. this, this individual in terms of the police not understanding that they had autism and now this individual's locked up. Right. When we come back, we're going to jump right into the autismfy.org. Okay. And because that was the, that was, this is what sparked it all, right? Right. It was, exactly. but that young man was actually tried and convicted by a jury of his peers. Now, I don't know what the jury makeup was, but they sentenced him to 10 years in jail. And okay. did they know he had autism? Yes. Wow, well, we're gonna talk about, we'll be right back. We're gonna talk about not only, you know, what the organization does, autismfy.org, go look at the website, look them up, they're doing phenomenal work, but then we'll talk about some of the things they're doing to make a difference, to help make sure that other individuals are not caught up in that same cycle of being locked up for 10 years. We'll be right back. And a local family is helping bring national attention to the neurological disorder in a very unique way. They are starring in an MTV reality show along with their adult sons who both have autism. Here's a preview of Meet the Benjamins. My name is Kenny Benjamin, and I am 23 years old. This is my brother Brad, and he's 24 years old. I have autism. I have Asperger's syndrome, which is a part of autism. Step back! Coming through! <laughs> Welcome, MTV, to our room. This is my side, and this is my side. We live at home with our mom and dad. Welcome back to Always Real Talk. We're still here with our wonderful folks at autismfyi.org, the Benjamins. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to go back to, to, tell me, you know, about Autism FYI. Autism FYI um, is a nonprofit, a 501c3 nonprofit that uh, we created to do several things. One is to um, keep those on the spectrum safe. And we do that through our program IRIS, which stands for Immediate Recognition Increases Safety. Um, back to that story about Reginald Latson, the young man with autism. Uh, he, because the police couldn't recognize him, uh, which is why he wasn't given the correct response to, um, the police officer didn't give the correct response to the young man, we knew that they had to be a way of, notif of indicators to show the officer that the person needs special considerations. Mm -hmm. So we created a very simple logo that is a yield sign, a yellow yield sign that you're, you would know would mean slow down, wait, caution, and then the puzzle piece, which has been identified with, with autism. Piece. Absolutely, so, you see both of them on the screen now. Okay, good. So it's like, um, it's easy for them to put that together and then say, okay, wait, there's a place here for me to react slower. For so me to walk me through the iris. Okay. Um, it, I saw the puzzle, it's a mm -hmm. wonderful puzzle, which you, which you 
is on the screen as well as the the yield sign. Right. Now, if I'm someone with autism, mm -hmm. and is it something that I carry, or like, do they? How does an officer? How does one know that, that you I have, have autism? Yeah. Uh, we created several ways for them to uh, self-identify or self-disclose that they are on the autism spectrum. Now, what would be the top three things? Because you train and you do. A I yeah, training. we do training. What, what is the but top three things? We would you, we would give them. The, what they would wear the logo uh, on like the sleeve of their shirt. But they being the, the person with, with autism. autism. Okay, that's, and that's, yeah. what I, that's what I'm just trying to get exactly. like Exactly. Trying to keep it simple for, you know, I'm yeah. trying to keep it simple. No, it's the so person they, okay. with the disability okay. that we feel like if you require special considerations, you should indicate that you need those special considerations. And because so many of those on the spectrum are nonverbal, we need them to be able to uh, express that visually. So, so how does, how are those with autism, because I think it's something that they wear, something they see, right. how receptive are they to actually, you know, yeah, uh, to wearing to, it, to, 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 to wearing it. I mean, that seems to be one of the barriers we see are the parents that are so used to being protective of their child with autism. Um, and so there, it's almost like there's a shame factor and with many. Was, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. They don't want their child, they don't want their kid bullied, to, to bu bully, right? You know, or, or taken advantage or knowing of, that they're are different, right? At the same time, there are things that could save their life based on you know what we just heard, right? Uh, is, no is question. That, is that, is that, okay, and so they have the puzzle. Which is so they have the Who indicator. Created Who created that? We like did. It. Yeah, oh, we did. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love that. All yeah. those colors in it. Yeah, I love the puzzle. Well, the other part of it is that, uh, and you may have been getting uh, leading up to this, it's a registration process, and we've had to change software uh, and spend money to, to do that to make it available to people when they register their uh, themselves or when the caregiver registers the person, and that triggers what we do in terms of sending out the ID card. Uh, we notify the jurisdiction in which they live, that is fire EMS, as well as uh, the law enforcement. And they get the uh, PDF. Uh, of those indicators. That of, those, they uh, uh, of those uh -huh. indicators. Well, I tell you what, you hold that thought. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more how you register. We're going to mm -hmm. talk about why you created it. We're going to talk a little bit about the mobile app, because it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a mobile app mm -hmm. that, that, that you have. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about all three of those, and then we'll get into how does one participate? And how, okay. do, how does one get involved? And how does one help this cause or what, you, what you're doing? We'll be right back right after these messages. My name is Darren Stewart. I go to Thurgood Marshall Academy. My name is Kayla Williams, and I'm a freshman at Temple University. The program has helped me by opening my mind to travel more. The Challenge Challenge Now GSF has helped me um, just open my eyes to different cultures. It me, gave me the opportunity to, uh, to learn and speak a different language, and then experience that, and then use that language in um, another country. And just realizing that there are people out there who are not as fortunate as I am. And so it makes me want to help them. Just knowing that you have to always um, be open to new things and never judge anybody. Welcome back to Always Real Talk. We're still here with the Benjamins and we're still talking about the autism, FYI.org, a phenomenal organization. Go out, check out their website, make a donation, 
look at all these wonderful things that they're actually doing and actually providing and educating. But more importantly, we were talking about the mobile app. And what does this mobile app do? Uh, the mobile app we originally created for the law enforcement and first responders. Uh, it's free to download and it has the tips for interacting safely with someone on the autism spectrum, okay. which we find first responders, even if they've had training, if you have not personally interacted with someone on the spectrum, they may not recognize that the person is on the spectrum and then they, if they do, they still may not remember how they're supposed to interact safely. So this app, you could download it at Apple, you uh -huh. can download it Anywhere. on Android, right. and you can go to the store, and who would use that app? Would it be the first, family, responders, first responders, families, teachers? Awesome, awesome. So yeah. if you're a teacher, you're a firefighter, you're a police officer, right. download the app. Become it educated has, on this autism and, and how they can play a role in protecting those with it. Right. So it gives them definitely tips on how to recognize autism. It has all characteristics. It also has tips on the different neurologic disorders. So disorders like ALS, Huntington's, epilepsy, uh, intellectual disabilities, okay. all the characteristics are on there. So if they're trying to identify or they're person they stop says I have ALS, they can look it up and see what characteristics are, uh, the person struggles with. Struggles with. Awesome. And, and uh, Dr. Benjamin is one of the you know leading plastic surgeons. I mean, you're, you're what you're doing every single day, and now you're into the autism. Walk me through, you know. Your, your... Well, I, I love what I do as a surgeon, but my life, my passion is my youngsters, my, my boys. And uh, if I can help through our program, keep everybody safe that's on the spectrum, those that are involved with us, then it helps my sons too. That trickle down works for me. As John awesome. Kennedy used to say, a rising tide floats all boats. Absolutely, absolutely. So walk, up, walk me through what's, what's next. Well, what's next is uh, we currently train first responders already and we have our training online for free at firstforward.com for first responders across the country. So let's back up. We have uh -huh. the training. Oh, wow. The training's online. Online. Everyone, you'll see what that is on the screen. Go there. And uh, for first responders, you can see it for free. And uh, what's, the, what's the website again? Uh, firstforward.com. Firstforward.com. Now, you, you actually, you guys are doing some phenomenal work in the D.C. public schools. And doing mm -hmm. some training there also too, right? Absolutely. What do you do with the DC public schools? Um, school resource officers have the actually their first law enforcement interaction with students, with children, right. and that interaction um, for the officers with autistic individuals and vice versa. There's a fear factor there due to the unknown and um, lack of experience with each other. Okay. So. We train those police officers in the school uh, to identify and learn how to interact, how to get someone with autism to understand what they expect of them uh, and to okay. gain their trust. So it's trusting each other. And then also, I think you're in police officers, you train police officers. Is that correct? Right. Mr. And the. Uh, Listen, Fairfax. Well, Fairfax, uh, where we did the first training, I think, it was two years ago, uh, we trained the trainers. In other words, Fairfax uh, police officers have their trainers that were trained, and then those trainers then will train uh, officers that come through. And what happened, from what I understand, is that those trainers that were trained two-plus years ago moved on through promotion. They're not there 
And so we've been invited back to train a new set of trainers in Fairfax. That's one now. And uh, Prince George's County, uh, we train every, me, two, every months. two months. So every two months you train in, in, in Prince, Prince George's, George's County. Prince George's County. And where? where the where crisis center, well, intervention. The crisis intervention training. It encompasses not just law enforcement, police officers, and sheriffs, corrections officers, nine one one office nine one one operators. Uh, anyone involved in a crisis intervention, firefighters rescue workers, they have a crisis intervention training every and two months, and, that's right. so and we do the autism so piece you're in, of it. You're in D.C., in mm -hmm. public schools, you're in Fairfax, mm -hmm. and you train the police officers there, and first mm -hmm. responders, and in the crisis center in Prince George's County. County. So you're covering the old reason. When we come back, we're going to talk about, I know you're thinking what I'm thinking. How do I help? How do I get involved? What is the next steps after all of these different wonderful things that you're doing? What is the exciting things that people can walk away from and actually Give a help a hand. We'll be right back right after this moment. Welcome back to Always Real Talk. We're still talking about autism, FYI.org, a phenomenal organization. Go out, donate, share. Share this, share this video. Share this clip. Share with your friends. What we want to do is get the word out so people understand what autism, FYI, what you do, what you're doing, and more importantly, how they can help. And now we're here just saying that it, none of this is free. It takes resources, it takes time, it takes dedication. And I know that you have two, you know, two sons that have autism, so it's personal to you. But at the same time, you both of you have invested a lot of energy and a lot of money uh, to, the, to, this, to this cause. What, what are some of the things that are, that, that are, that are out there that, that people can do? Or what do you have on the horizon that you see that people can get involved in? We have people that watch our show and they might want to help out with some of your new fresh ideas. Well, one of the things as a result of talking to first responders, parents, uh, teachers, caretakers who take care of these youngsters sometimes, 49% of them who have a diagnosis of autism will wander or elope and they can't be found in many instances, uh, or they just get away. And we were often asked about trackers, and until recently we had not been involved with that, but my wife and I talked, and Verizon has come up with a tracker that's reasonably priced, but we want to actually have those trackers so that we can give them to the individuals who need them at no cost. Right. And I would imagine those that are at certain income uh, levels, if you had a chance to get a tracker or, or eat, mm -hmm. right? I mean, right. or keep a roof over your head. Right. I mean, you know, and I hate to even put all of them in the same category and say pick one. Right. But you and I know, right. you know picking a tracker may not be the, be the exactly, option. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And that's why we came up with the idea of being able to have them and we're going to create a GoFundMe campaign awesome. in order for us to get the money to buy them. And uh, our intent is to buy the first 100 and a year's uh, service time from Verizon. Verizon has a relatively nice package that uh, we know is going to work uh, given that it comes from Verizon. Well, it seems to me that you know Verizon has a wonderful package. Verizon's out there. You guys you know, Verizon, if you're out there and you're listening, we have a great organization, autismfyi.org, uh, autism that's doing great work. And I have some buddies at Verizon. I mean, if you're looking, hey, let's talk, let's figure out how we can help this organization 
uh, sponsor uh, some of these to get out to those um, individuals that can't really afford them, but they actually need them. Mm -hmm. It's a, the need is great to be able. It's nothing. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine. I have two small children. I could imagine. I'm not gonna say I'm losing one, but just mm -hmm. one right. getting away, and I don't know where they are. Right. I mean, right now you have Amber alerts. I don't know about you, but Amber, your phone goes off and it's Amber, oh, yeah. and you know, sometimes I look at the phone and my heart stops because I know some some kids missing. Right. And so imagine if you're out there, you want to be supportive, you want to sponsor, go to autismfyi.org. You know, in the next week or so, you'll have the uh, GoFundMe page up. Let's let's make some donations. Here at Always Real Talk, we're going to make a donation. We'll be one of the first to make a donation. Oh, that's appreciated. We believe in what you're doing and how important it is. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate so, it. As, as, now, let's walk us through as we end, mm -hmm. right? Um, we have the website, mm -hmm. autism.org. Right. We have the mobile app. Right. So they can go to the mobile app. And if you're a first responder, if you're working in school, you just want to know, you can go right. and you can be educated and informed. And then we have a 24-hour okay, hotline. hotline. Tell yeah. me about that. We're going to end on this 24-hour hotline. hotline. Uh, members, we can help those that uh, actually sign up as members for IRIS program uh, because when they sign up, they give us their demographic information, their behavioral information, things that set them off, calm them down. They give us three emergency contacts, uh, any other existing like anxiety or uh, seizures, wow. uh, all of that information we ask that they could share with us. Are they verbal? Do they have difficulty? Do they sign? Um, are they sensitive to loud sounds or touch? Uh, we put all of that, ask all those questions. And then if a police officer finds them and finds their number, we give them a member number. So we're not putting their name on their wrist or their shirt, but we do put a member number on okay. different things. So that if an officer, we have an 800 number also on the logos uh, as well, and they can call the 800 number, give us the member number, we can sh tell them, here's the three phone numbers of the emergency contacts, they live at this address. Uh, so we can help with that. Oh, that's awesome. So that's the 800, 800 that's number. That's the 800 number. You'll see it on the screen. We'll mm -hmm. put up a screen so everyone, everyone will see it, if you know, they'll have access to it. We are so excited and happy to have you come share your story. Uh, just we are. Thank you so much for having yeah, we're us. Free, really appreciate it. You just don't yeah. know how much. Thank you. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's when you talk about organizations that are out here doing great work, uh, not for just for themselves, but as you mentioned, for the whole entire community. And just not just a little bit here, a little bit there. Doing work in Virginia, doing work in the District of Columbia, doing work in Prince George's County in Maryland. That's what it's really all about. Go check out their website. Go, go check out and share the 800 number for those that need it. More importantly, go to the mobile app and look for the GoFundMe page coming real soon. This is Always Real Talk. We'll see you next week. Welcome to Always Real Talk, I'm Joe in the Nose.